Hi, you're listening to the Jane Nicholas Sound Vibe Show. In this podcast, I'm speaking with Blues Walker, who lives in Sweden, but he's actually from the US. He's a musician and he's a producer in his own right. He's toured with many musicians and bands all over the globe, including Europe, and that has also included going to the Ukraine and Shanghai. So sit back and enjoy the show with us. A special hello to you, Blues Walker, and we're going to get straight into your track, Can't Take No Trouble. Can't take no train, can't take no train no more. Can't take no train, can't take no train no more. They told the strong man that I had to go. And they hit me, and the dog bites me too. And they hit me till I was black and blue. Was Can't Take No Train by Blues Walker. Can you tell us a little bit about this track? Well, uh, uh, it's actually a true story, true uh, blues story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when when I was uh, uh, I used to I used to go around and play on on the uh, street uh, in uh, different cities. Uh, you know, I've been in all, all 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 through Europe actually. But now this time I was in uh, playing in Stockholm, and. Uh, I, I had been playing on the street, and I had only coins in my, uh, I had a whole bunch of coins from, from playing on the street, and um, I, uh, I was late to uh, buy a ticket on the train, so I just jumped on the train, and when the conductor came, I said, uh, well, I only have these small coins, you know, and he didn't, he didn't like me, you know, so he was very angry. He didn't, he didn't want to t- take my coins. Instead, he said he was going to go get a policeman. So I said, good, because I don't like talking to you because he was unreasonable, you know. So he went and he got two, two security guards who just immediately told me to leave the train. And I said, uh, uh, at first, well, you know why? I, I have money. They, they said, no, you, you can't take the train without money. They, they were being very unreasonable. So I finally said, okay, but I have to get my, my things, my saxophone and my little amplifier. And uh, they said, no, you leave the train now. And I was like, no, I'm not going anywhere without my saxophone, that's for sure. And I said, no, off the train. And, and I, I refused to leave. So they had a dog, and the dog started barking and started to bite me in my arms and my legs. And they started to beat me with these clubs all over my shoulder and back. And, and um, uh, But I still refused to leave until finally someone took my saxophone and my things and, and put it on the platform. And then I said, okay, now I'll, I'll leave the train. So uh, uh, then I was, uh, you know, my clothes were all torn and I was bleeding and my shoulders and arms were all sw- swelling up. And uh, the next train came, I, I get on that train 
And uh, another another um, security guard came with another dog and said that I had to leave the train because I had been causing trouble, uh, been fighting on the train. I, I had to leave. I, I wasn't allowed to take the train to Sweden anymore, he, he told me, which was totally wrong. So I wasn't going to fight. You know, I took my things and I got off the train. I went directly to the police station and they, they, they were shocked. Anyway, uh, I was kind of uh, shocked about by this whole thing, of course, and uh, I to uh, sort of a therapy to get over you know, this, uh, these things that happened. I I uh, I recorded this the story in the song. It's quite a story. I um yeah yeah, and when because when you hear the song, you don't hear necessarily the pain of it until you describe it and my mouth drops open as you tell me what it's come from. You know, I actually feel joy when I hear the song and a release. To, to be, you know, you, you don't want you don't want to be too sad all the time, you know. So like, you know, it's it's it sounds like it's a happy song, but the story's actually <laughs> actually story that, that that was quite painful and uh, lives with me even to uh, uh, the present day. It would be good to talk now about the band that you brought over from Sweden to Shanghai and you had a residency if I remember correctly at the House of Blues and Jazz. Can you tell us a little bit about the musicians? Well most of them uh, have a jazz uh, background. I, I like I like the reason I like using jazz musicians is because uh, well, I, I can put a chord chart in front of them and they, they can read it, you know, and uh, they know more about chords and stuff. But uh, the guy that, that really helped me with, with, the, with the band, as far as the, the real blues goes, was the little uh, guitar player. Uh, we call him Little Stevie. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he, you, he used to play in the, with, uh, when he was like, he was like 13, 14 years old. He played in the Johnny Thunder band. So he, he played with Johnny Thunder. And I, I, I've taken him on, uh, on uh, tours with me to uh, Norway and Denmark and Germany. And uh, he's uh, tra- traveled with me quite a bit, you know. And he's, uh, he, he's got quite a background. I mean, he, uh, he knows the, the, the Rolling Stones, for instance. And he knows a lot of famous people. Yeah, he was a really great guitarist. And when I came to see you all and hear the band at the House of Blues and Jazz. Well, it's time to listen into another track now. Uh, this is Neon Butterfly by Blues Walker.
you for Neon Butterfly, an incredibly moving track. What can you tell us about this? Well, um, <clears throat> uh, when the pandemic uh, started and we were all stuck at, at home for, uh, for, for months and months, I, um, I uh, got on my, uh, on my uh, computer and um, I, I decided that I was going to learn more about uh, producing. I mean, before I always had like uh, somebody producing the record and going into the studio. And there's an engineer, and he knows all this stuff that I that I don't. Mm. So I, I wanted to learn more about it. Uh, so I uh, I uh, I got Logic Pro, you know, and I started to experiment. It's interesting that you wrote this song at the time of the pandemic. Um, that's been quite challenging and quite stressful for many people out here in Asia, particularly in China and in Shanghai. Uh, many people facing aspects in their lives that perhaps they might not have come across before. Can you tell us a little bit more about the song and the lyrics? Well, I mean, it, uh, it was just trying to be uh, positive and supportive to uh, somebody who actually feels uh, pushed down by, you know, telling them negative things like, you know, you know, you're, you're stupid, you're fat, you're, <laughs> you know, you're, you, you can't. Uh, we, we, we have a thing in uh, Sweden, it's called Jentelagen, uh, and it's the it's it's a unspoken law that uh, that uh, don't think that you're any good at anything. Don't think that that you're better than me. Don't think that you can teach us anything. Um, and this this attitude is very anti-American. I can say is the the American, the American thing where you know we are the best. I am the greatest. Uh, the, that's like it's like the the opposite of that 
I see, yeah. It would be good to talk now a little bit about your life in the U.S. Uh, when I was in, in high school, uh, I went to... I went to two high schools, but the first high school, uh, Tamil Pius Union High School in uh, Marin County, um, they had uh, Afro-American uh, uh, studies, and uh, in that class, the 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 the, the teacher told us things like, uh, uh, you know, what a great man this, uh, this uh, the the prime minister at the time, his name was Olaf Palmer. And uh, they, they showed pictures of uh, him and Martha Luther King, like holding hands and doing, you know, doing freedom marches and, and, and stuff. And they're uh, telling us what an enlightened man that this, this, this was. He, he was assassinated. Um, and that Sweden was the, the closest thing to a utopia uh, on, on, on Earth. So there was a lot of... Uh, discrimination and violence and uh, I wanted to get away from all that and uh, I, I made a situation where I ended up here and now I have uh, five children and a, and a very lovely wife and uh, I you know I, I there is no total complete happiness but uh, I, I'm, I'm unhappy <laughs> We're going to move to your last track now. When you were young, you knew without a doubt that life would somehow work itself out. But now you're older and you're dreaming of the good old days. No, it ain't so funny how a life could turn out that way. The dream you had to seek it out and now you find a dream is all you got but why listen to me I don't claim to know what it's all about but one thing I know for sure time is running out go down slow you gotta go down slow Thank you. 
44 But when I'm 45 And I do my very best to Keep myself alive But I'm still working towards Those better days I guess I'll keep on dreaming Till they put me in the grave Go down slow You gotta go down slow Where did you record it? Excuse me. It was uh, recorded here in, in, in Stockholm. Uh, on the piano, there's uh, a man named uh, uh, Per uh, Slim Nortini, who was actually, uh, uh, during the, the 60s and 70s, well-known in Chicago. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a Swedish man, quite old now, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, Excellent pianist, you know, excellent uh, uh, blues. Uh, uh, you, you, you can't find a better uh, uh, blues uh, uh, piano player anywhere. So just going back a little, when you were in the U.S., how did you get into music? Growing up in, in, in the uh, States, of course, when I, uh, um, uh, I met um, uh, Luther Tucker, for instance, uh, it was, uh, me and a, another sax player named uh, Ben Perkoff, King Perkoff, he's known as excellent saxophonist. Uh, but we, uh, um, I only played with Albert Kyle. I played seven dates with him on, on a little mini tour, mm. uh, uh, a seven day mini tour, you know, seven dates. And uh, uh, Big Mama Thornton, she was often in the Bay Area. So whenever she came to the Bay Area, she would hire a, a local band, and, and I was just fortunate to be in some of the bands that that she hired. I maybe played with her 20, 30 times, maybe, you know. Uh, uh, but she wasn't Big Mama when I when I played with her. She was Skinny Mama. <laughs> she had lost all of her weight because she had been sick, you know. And uh, she used to, everybody, uh, 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 on one tour that I did, I, I did with her mini tour in, in the Bay Area, uh, uh, everybody thought that I was her, her son, you know, because she always called me son and I called her mama, you know, and the way she treated me and everything, people thought that she was my, uh, my uh, mother.
A special thank you to Blues Walker for coming on to the Jane Nicola Sound Vibe podcast. Please subscribe if you're interested to hear more about musicians and producers from all over the globe. I look forward to sharing their music and their stories with you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Bye for now.